0: The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit claritytoprosperity.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bucket Plan On Demand. We have a great episode for you, whether you are listening in on the podcast store or you're catching this video on YouTube. If you're on YouTube with us, you can see my good buddy and business partner, Carl Smith, over on at least my left-hand side. I don't know how that's uh, that's coming through to you, but uh, Carl, it's always awesome to have you here, and I'm really excited about today's episode. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I am doing great, David, and I'm excited to be here also. It's always good to be able to, uh, you know, share uh, some of the, uh, the wins that we've had, uh, you know, in our career, and uh, as long as my career's been, I've had quite a few wins, so I'm, I'm happy to share this.
0: Awesome, well, one of those wins, it looks like uh, this is the first time I'm getting to see, is that the new office space that you're in? Is that your new building?
1: It is my new building, I'm, I'm actually in here now, uh, we're in the top floor of a new bank building in town. We've got about 5,000 square feet here. I mean, it's downtown Aiken. I'm considering selling my place and moving downtown. It's so much fun here.
0: uh oh, nice, nice, nice. Well, hey, Carl, we're going to talk, um, you know, about the family estate organizer. Uh, but before we do that, you know, I know. Anybody who's been with C2P for you know at least seven, eight years definitely knows you and your business. Um, I know all of the newer members who are joining the Rainmaker Multiplier Mastermind Division definitely know you, but um, share with us real quick kind of the high-level background, what your business looks like, uh, your focus, what the team looks like just so that uh, we can all kind of have a segue into some of the, the areas and ideas you're gonna share with us today.
1: Sure. You know, I've been very fortunate to have been in this business for quite a while. Uh, unfortunately, when I first started, I was a salesman. It didn't take me long to realize that I didn't wanna be a salesman. I wanted to be a, a confidant. I wanted to be a consultant. I wanted to be a trusted advisor. So that has led, you know, into uh, my business evolving from sales into uh, exactly what I said. You know, I realized uh, upfront that, you know, selling a product uh, was not what I wanted to do. Uh, After I was in sales for a little bit, I realized that I wanted to become an advisor. And that's when I went and got my Series 65, started building AUM and whatnot. And then I realized that the little blurb uh, that I would see at the bottom of a potential client or a statement said, we don't give tax advice. Go see your tax professional. You know, I thought that was, that was crazy. I mean, here we are trying to give advice to a client and yet we're not supposed to give tax advice. And so we set up our tax practice, started that in 2003. I think Don and I were probably pretty close uh, year-wise as as far as starting it. And we started our practice in order to be able to to do two things. One was to gain access to clients uh, through the marketing that we were gonna do for taxes. And two was to be able to give really good tax advice, to learn the tax codes and to understand so we could do planning. Uh, Once we did that, we realized that You know, uh, along with that, we were being asked about wills and trust and things of that nature. And so, you know, I started working with um, a couple of local attorneys here. Never would give me any any, uh, uh, help, you know, from a referrals. I met Linda Knapp about eight years ago. Uh, We both, our philosophy was the same to help our clients. She was looking for somebody to help her clients as as well as me. She actually is housed in my building. So we do a lot of, uh, you know, legal work. Uh, We're not affiliated with each other. Of course, that led to giving Social Security, uh, you know, advice, uh, Medicare supplements. So we truly have become a holistic planning Uh, You know, a lot of my clients joke about it and say, you're a one-stop shop. I don't like using that word because I think we're an exclusive stop shop, you know, in what we do. And, um, you know, our clients, you know, really, really love it. So we lead with the plan. You know, I've heard about bucket planning for years. And then when we started C2P 10 years ago, I guess in the planning stage, 11 and a half, 12 years ago, We focused on that and everything we do is basically revolves around that plan because I think it covers all the aspects of, um, what I just talked about in my business. I I could talk about my business for hours, but I'm not going to do that. So Mm -hmm. hopefully that's a segue into who we are and what we do. Got a incredible young man here as a successor and a great team, uh, working around that.
0: Absolutely. Well, definitely a comprehensive practice and, uh, you know, obviously, you being a founding partner of C2P Enterprises and all the great work we've been uh, able to do for other advisors, helping them duplicate that same kind of formula of bringing all of the resources together that our clients need. I mean, I get it. I, I hear you on the one-stop shop. And at the end of the day, uh, what we do is we bring together all the resources that our clients need so they don't have to go look elsewhere. Um and, you know, you mentioned something, Carl, the planning process really being kind of the central point, right? I know that's generally how I engage with a new prospect. I know that's how you do as well. Everything starts with planning and then plugging the right solutions in. And so for those of uh, the, the viewers that are, that are watching right now, instead of just listening, I'm actually going to share the four-step process that both Carl's office uses and I use in you know, my day-to-day wealth management business as well. It's the bucket plan, which internally kind of our language at Clarity to Prosperity is this is the bucket plan 2.0. So we have the bucket plan 1.0. Actually, Jason Smith and I are doing a training starting tomorrow on that, with a big group of advisors, obviously it's gonna be virtual. I actually think this is our last virtual only meeting for the year for the bucket plan. Then we're going back to doing them in a live environment, which is gonna be really fun. But that's kind of the foundation, Carl, to your your point earlier of using the bucket plan as an asset positioning philosophy. In the bucket plan 2.0, what we really focus on is a client experience. I remember Jason always, always pounding kind of in our heads early on, Carl. You probably remember this as well when we started C2P is we have to be able to create a unique experience. You know, that's what our clients want. They want a unique experience, not just what they can get from any other office down the street. And this bucket plan process helps create and bridge that unique experience. If you're not looking at the screen right now, I'll just kind of recite off what the process looks like, so that we can specifically talk about where the family estate organizer fits in, because that's going to be the topic of today's podcast. So step one, our Discover meeting is really all about understanding where you are right now for the prospect. It's where we're going to learn about you, your goals and objectives, your current finances, your priorities, the services that we offer, and what the process looks like, assuming they want to move forward. From there, we move into step two, which is where we begin to design where they want to go. And the biggest part of step two is organization. I mean, Carl, how many times have you had a prospect come into your office and their financial life is just all unorganized, right? They have all these folders and statements. And I was sharing with a prospect uh, last week when we were talking about our process in this step two organization is... They have a lot of pieces of the puzzle, but they don't have the cover of the box to really show them how it all comes together. And I know, Carl, that's a lot of what you focus on too—helping get people organized and actually understand what they have. Right?
1: Right. You know, um, the uh, the organization is the key to everything. There's two things in the discovery. Um, I'll usually go through the personal information, the Dan Sullivan question, the dangers, the, the DOS, you know, and then spend a few minutes there and I'll stop and ask, are there any questions that you may have? You would be surprised how many times I'll get, uh, no, I don't have a question, but I have an observation. I said, would you mind sharing that with me? They said, you know more about me today than my advisor, who I've been with for 16 years, would ever know about me. And I I said, why, why would you say that? And they said, well, because you know me better than they do. It's not about selling me a product. And Dave, you'd be surprised how many, you know, people that we get that. And then, you know, once we start organizing everything, because a lot of them don't know what they have, or if they do, it's only one of the uh, the clients the, the wife may have maybe the leader and the, the husband has no idea what ha- you know what they have and vice versa. And so when you can start this you put both of them on the same page
0: And that's critical absolutely So we're going to talk a, a little bit about that and how you position that how you have that conversation but step two is really all about designing where they want to go and the first part of that is, organization, getting them on the same page, helping them understand their net worth, assessing their cash flow, reviewing all of the the numbers, right? And really what that does is it gets us all prepared to move into step three, where we're actually going to deliver their customized bucket plan and align their investments with their market volatility, optimize their cash flow really just provide our solutions our recommendation and the transition plan of how they are going to implement those and move forward and last but not least step 4 is once they've moved forward they're now a wealth management client it's our dedicated service and support model and so carl let's jump back into the process and you know i know you just like i do use the family estate organizer in a first meeting with a new prospect to really show them the value of this tool and getting them on the same page. There you go. You got a client one right there. Tell me about, you know, how you position this with, let's say a husband and wife, you know, married couple is coming in for the first time, you know, they're brand new to the Smith group. You're explaining to them the process and how you sell the family estate organizer as a valuable service to them.
1: Sure, well, you know, uh, as I'm going through the, um, the um, uh, conversation or the fact-finding, uh, I will ask, you know, um, I just how involved are you, uh, Mr. So-and-so, in keeping up with all of your documents? And he'll tell me, and Mrs. So-and-so, she'll tell me, and there's usually one of them that says, I have no clue. I have no idea, you know, where everything is. And my segue is very similar to the story that Jason had. I visited a client who would be, well, she was a prospect who became a client many years ago. And I said, uh, you know, Miss, Ms. Potential Client, do you have any documentation of what you owe, what you have, and she said, well, my husband's been dead for two years. I know I've got about 40,000 in CDs, but I have no idea if I have anything else. And so I said, well, do you have, you know, stuff I can look at? So she said, you're gonna have to help me, you know, send me something your old lady. We go in the back bedroom and we pull out a big garbage bag full of paper and an old depression age of black cardboard suitcase. And to make a long story short, when I was done, I found almost a million dollars in annuities and life insurance that the, the gentleman had, she had no idea about. It. And there's no telling how long that stuff was sat there. And so basically I offered to organize all this stuff for her. And she said, well, wait a minute, before you do that, I want to move my money to you. You know, I never even had to go through anything. I said, well, there's a process that we go through. Got the son and the daughter involved. Since then, this this lady has passed away and I retained assets from both of those uh, children that were there. So it, it's just a matter of, you know, they're clueless. They don't know what they have and they're afraid that they're gonna lose things at death. You know, the other thing is they don't wanna share with their children the m- monetary value. but They want the children to know where to go find this stuff. We spent countless hours with people who didn't have this type of stuff, trying to find life insurance and things of that nature. All of this is documented now in these these binders.
0: It is. It's a huge opportunity. And so, Carl, just a couple of points, and I just want to reiterate, one of the things that the family estate organizer does, and listen, for those of you who can't see it, I'm literally holding up a really nice custom three-ring binder that says family estate organizer across it. When you open it, it has a table of contents, starting with bank accounts, post-tax investments, pre-tax investments, tax-favored accounts, pensions, social security, long-term care planning, life insurance, final arrangements, legal slash personal documents, property documents, debt statements, income tax returns, medical and prescription information, asset sheet and bucket plan, and then a miscellaneous tab. So it organizes every important document in their life, not just the financial stuff, not just the legal stuff. In the front cover, we have a one-page brochure titled The Family Succession Plan that shows the client how we can help them settle the estate upon their passing. And then one of my favorite tools in here And for anybody who's interested, just reach out to our business development team and we'll email this to you. Again, you can call our office or send us an email and we'll give you a copy of this tool called a survivor's checklist. It's a laminated document. Carl, you got yours right there. I have mine right here. It tells the family, the beneficiary, what to do immediately upon passing of a loved one what to do within the next 30 days, the next 60 days, the next six months. It gives them important contact information. And then down in the back of the binder under the miscellaneous tab, I'm gonna flip my binder open. There's a document in here that's titled people to contact upon my death. And Carl, guess who we list is the first person to contact. You got yours, right? The first person is you, the advisor. We want the client's beneficiaries calling you, not the attorney, not the CPA. We want them calling you so that you can start building the relationship if you haven't already and quarterbacking the settlement of that estate. And so what it does is it puts you in the driver's seat from a relationship development to retain the assets. The other thing that it does is it gets all the money on the table, right? Sometimes a client or a prospective client might be coming in there and maybe you haven't fully built the trust with them just yet. It's still a newer relationship. And they kind of have an agreement hey, upon going in, we're not going to tell Carl about that $200,000 CD we have at the bank. Let's just kind of not mention that, right? Has that ever happened to you, Carl?
1: Well, I, when we first started doing this, I had a client I thought had all of our money or we had all of their money. And when we got ready to build the uh, binder, I was in, uh, in, a, in a meeting in uh, Augusta and got a call from Pearline. it was lunchtime. And she said, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so are here and they've got a half a million dollar annuity. I said, that's impossible. They, I have all their money. She said, I'm sitting here looking at it. She said, what do you want me to do? I said, you just keep them there. I'll be there in a few minutes. And so I headed back to the office. And basically it was the ace in the hole that they're not gonna tell you anything about. It's that one account that they just don't wanna share with you. And you can look through tax statements. You can do their their taxes. If they're not at a point, if these were non-qualified, we would have never found that money had they not you know, wanted it as part of the binder. And they knew how important it was to have this thing documented, you know, in the event of, a, of an early death. And so we won, you know, that case. The other thing, I'm looking at this one here, Dave, uh, under their long-term care and their, their funeral trust, they, they didn't have these and were not interested in them when we first started. But every year when we review that we will go to that tab and there's this question mark in there that says that's it the declination page and both of these uh this this couple ended up after two or three years taking care of the funeral trust and getting their um their long-term care Um, it's a safety benefit for you as an advisor but more importantly it brings that subject up front in front of them every year. And at some point, they're going to take you seriously and move on that.
0: Yeah. And, and I was going to share the cross-selling opportunities that come out of the family estate organizer. Carl, the long-term care one, you know, I explain when clients get to that point and we're talking about it in the process. This declination is not saying I just don't want to buy long-term care Insurance, that's okay. This is declining long term care planning. And long term care planning can be a lot more involved than just buying an insurance policy, right? What accounts do they want to liquidate first? How are they going to explain to the beneficiaries there's nothing left? How are they going to protect the surviving spouse from being impoverished? What assisted living or nursing home? Where do they want to receive care in the house or at a facility? That's all long term care planning. That is, separate from buying long-term care. And so this binder and the family estate organizer has a section where if they want to just decline on that as a planning topic, they can. Same thing with uh, final expense. You know, if clients don't want to take care of it, they just sign off on it that we had the conversation we made them aware. And it, it kind of creeps up on them over time, right? Because one of the things that we do with this family estate organizer is we have the clients bring it in on their annual review and we update it with them. And Carl, like how many times have you done an annual review and maybe there was no long-term care planning, but two, three, four years go by, they're looking at their binder and what are they noticing about the binder? The tab is missing, right? There's nothing there. Nothing
1: there. Yeah. And, and, and I think even as important is that they realize that you're different from a broker. You have a fiduciary responsibility because they'll ask me, why do you even want to talk about long term care? It's not in our wheelhouse. It's that's not, that's, that's not a target for us right now. I said, because it is my fiduciary responsibility to make you aware and to educate you on all of these things. It doesn't, I'm not trying to sell you. I'm trying to educate you, and then you have you, you can make an educated decision, you know, at that point. And if you do that every year, there's, they fully realize that you know this is not about selling uh, a long-term care policy. It's about protection and about continuing to upgrade. And if you keep good notes, it's not a regulator that's going to come in there. There's not a family member that can come in and sue you later. Um, you know, which which is important nowadays with the way things are going. So yeah. it's all part of the process of everything that we do at C2P. This is just another, you know, uh, way of putting yourself as a fiduciary.
0: Absolutely. Well, Carl, as we kind of wind down the and, and land the last half of the podcast here, I want to talk about three different areas. I want to talk about existing clients. I wanna talk about new prospects, and then I wanna talk about centers of influence um, and referral opportunities here. So the first thing I'll kind of just direct to you is, you know, when you learned this process from clarity to prosperity and started going back, and I know it was you know, 11, 12 years ago now, 10 years ago, how did you implement it with existing clients at the Smith Group, or did you?
1: Yeah, but Dave, Uh, It's like anything else, we started working with our new clients first, and one of my older existing clients had sent me two or three referrals, and he came back to me one day and said, I'm really upset and disappointed with you. I said, really? What did I do wrong? He said, this family estate organizer that you gave to two referrals, you've never talked to me about that. And I said, you know what, Craig? You are exactly right. And I, right then and there, I made it made a conscious effort that every one of our clients would get a family estate organizer. Um, and we we had um, a couple of uh, advisors that inherited their dad's business a while back, and they were complaining. I was coaching them, and they said, Dad's got everything out of these top clients that we can't, we can't get any more money out of us. I said, well, just call them up, show them the family estate organizer, do the estate organizer, take the 10 uh, largest clients. You'd be amazed how much money they found and what kind of a relationship they were able to build, you know, with their dad's clients at that point.
0: Yeah, I bet, I bet. Um, in terms of Carl, you had mentioned, you know, your client referred you, they didn't have a binder, but you did for the new clients. It reminds me, I know uh, Jason had a funny story. Brian Bibbo in the office had built a family estate organizer for a new client. That client was so excited about the family estate organizer. They were on the golf course with a golf buddy. And he started talking about his family estate organizer. And after their round of golf, the buddy came back to Jason Brian's client, client's house, just to see the family estate organizer. And the client showed him the organizer, showed him it was out, how it was all set up. Brian Bippo got a call from this guy saying, Hey, I got a friend and Bob. We were out golfing. He showed me his family estate organizer. I need to come in and get one built. And so clients will get a tremendous amount of value out of just this as a tool let alone all the other great stuff that you do for them.
1: It's, this, it's the one thing that i found that they will talk to their, it's the best referral source that you can ever have right yeah. there. They won't talk about how much money they made or lost, but they'll talk about this tool.
0: Well, and I shared our trainings. You know, my, uh, I have a client who was actually the very first client that I charged a planning fee to. And her name was Susan and she was 75 at the time, 74 at the time, she's about 81 now or 82. Um, And I remember she came in and we went through the concerns and priorities worksheet. And she's the only person that literally checked off threes to everything. She had no concerns or priorities. She had a huge pension. She had a, a f- passive farm income from a farmland that was left to her by her parents and an irrevocable trust. She was looking for some trustee services there, um, but she had more guaranteed income from pension and farm income than she can spend. She had about a couple million dollars. And I was like, you know, how am I going to create an opportunity with her? And probably in the last 10 minutes of that meeting just like I normally do I pulled out the family estate organizer and the one that I'm holding up here this is not real client information but it's completely built with their names blacked out so you can see the statements the brokerage account statements the pension statements I keep I kept this at my desk and I said you know Susan one of the things that we focus on is organization for our clients because You came in here and you showed me all of this information, but it was all these statements just stuffed in manila folders. And it took us a while to just identify what you had and you knew how to navigate all your own folders. You have one daughter in Laura. Imagine if God forbid something happens to you, how is she going to be able to understand exactly what you have? and not skip a beat. And it's going to be enough of a emotional burden when you pass away. The last thing we need is for it to be a financial burden as well. And so I showed her this tool and I remember she grabbed it and she started flipping through it and she puts her finger and starts tapping and she goes, I need one of these. And I was like, okay, well, this is part of the first step once you commit to becoming a client, We're going to go ahead and build your family estate organizer with everything you have, get you completely on track. We'll set up your bucket plan of how your assets should be segmented and invested. We'll make sure there's a snapshot of that and where your income sources are coming from in your family estate organizer. And it was the thing that sold her over on moving. I quoted her, it was before we had this, you know, our streamlined planning process, but I quoted her a thousand dollar planning fee to go through and do this. And she was thrilled about the results of it, and ended up moving over all of her assets as well. And so, uh, and then you know, guess what happened after that, Carl? Her only daughter, she said, "You know what? I'm not ready to go through everything I have with Laura yet, but would you be willing to meet with Laura and her husband?" take them through the same process and build their own family estate organizer and bucket plan so that whenever my time comes and I'm not here, they'll already know the whole structure of what you're dealing with and you can help them from there. And Laura became a good client. They ended up moving five, six $600,000 over. They're in their mid to late, uh, they're actually, they just turned 50 this year. And so it's a way to connect the generations too and get referrals.
1: Yeah. We, we've done that multiple times, but one of the greatest stories that I have, I sold a gentleman about eight years ago, a couple of, you know, annuities, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars. He and I got along real well. The wife and I just didn't click for some reason. I mean, she just, she had a broker in, uh, in Florida, uh, had about $2 million in a brokerage account, never could get that you know, money. And of course we built the binder and, uh, When he passed away two years ago, three daughters, um, before he died, he he gave it to them. He said this, because the mother had, she was in the early stages of dementia. Once they went through that, they contacted us and said, we are moving, it was a Merrill Lynch account. We want to move the Merrill Lynch account to you guys. So we won the money that we couldn't get because you know, her situation, but the daughter saw the value in it. Mom since passed away, and we've retained two thirds of the asset. Two of the daughters kept it with us, and one, you know, walked away. So, and it, it's just, it's just, it's powerful. It's like, you know, nobody else is doing that. And I'm going to tell you, Dave, people are offering vaults, they're offering online stuff. There's something about the physical touch of that binder is incredibly strong you know especially with the older generation you know they what want carl that thing in her hands
0: i'll tell you i'm so glad you brought that up cuz i'm i'm warning everyone learn from my mistake i used to cherry pick and not offer the family estate organizer to certain people because i have e money and i have vaults and i have a lot of younger tech savvy clients and about a year and a half ago i brought on a wonderful client And they're a senior engineer uh, manager at Apple, very, very tech savvy. He's 50 years old. His wife is about five years younger. And they've got their client portal on eMoney and they can see everything. He's got about five or six million bucks. And just this last October, he was just like, hey, you know, I know we have our online thing, but I really feel like I need some sort of like physical binder with everything organized that we have, kind of like an in case of emergency binder. He was like, do you have any ideas on where I might be able to get that? And I like reached over because I keep these things right by my desk. And I was like, you mean this? I was like, it's totally my fault, man. I thought you were just more tech savvy. You were okay with having it online. And so we built it for him and we shipped it out to him and his wife with all of his important documents in it. And he was so appreciative So to your point, Carl, I don't care if they're 30 or 40. You know, I know my wife uh, loves having, her. she'll never get into e-money, even though I have every account linked and everything else. She loves knowing in our fireproof safe in my closet, we have our family estate organizer that if anything, were, I go out in the boat and I don't come home, she knows exactly where all the life insurance policies are and everything else. I can
1: guarantee if they're having a conversation with their friends, they're not going to open up the computer and pull the vault up, they will grab this and say, look at what my advisor did.
0: Yep, definitely. And then the last thing, just spend one minute, two minutes talking about is I know you have been very successful. You mentioned it earlier of generating referrals from your estate planning attorney who is now also in your office. Have you found the family estate organizer to help, like, kind of connect the dots between what you're doing and what she's doing to coordinate and for her to facilitate more referrals over to you?
1: Absolutely, we have we have an arrangement with Linda that you know, she has a client that is reluctant to talk to us, and she will refer them to us just to build a binder. We charge five hundred dollars for that, and the personal connection is made. In the meeting, when you're sitting down gathering all of this information, and that needs to be done by the advisor. Once the information is gathered and the information is verified, then your staff can build it. But the presentation needs to be from you. You know, I took Linda through our process, uh, built a binder for her and her husband. And immediately, you know, she moved some business, you know, to us, and she updated my stuff. So, um, it's a great referral source for any center of influence, you know, that you may want out there. Uh, your PNC guy, uh, you know, uh, other, you know, uh, people out there that you work with, you know. Look, would you at least show this to your client, at, you know, and ask them if they're interested in, you know, having us build this because it becomes a uh, a service to our community instead of a Sales tool, you know, at that point.
0: Absolutely. That's, I'm a broken record when I say this. And Jason and I have said this since the first day we ever spoke on the family estate organizer. Carl, you've heard it a million times. When you build the binder, you build the relationship. Okay. Right, and that's the key. So, Carl, this was awesome. I appreciate sharing your wisdom and experience with this, and the other things that you're doing. I know our existing advisors who are Rainmaker, Multiplier, Mastermind members. They can get you on our mentor portal, C2P uh, MentorConnect.com chat with you about implementation of this. If you're not with us and you want to learn a little bit more about the family estate organizer, or at least get a free copy of that survivor's checklist that I threw out there, just reach out to our business development team and uh, we can help you and get you up and running with the family estate organizer. So Carl, appreciate your time.
1: Real pleasure, Dave. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. The Bucket Plan on Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.